Happy Thursday and welcome back to Chatterbox. Um, today I'm talking to Lena about everything she's been up to, both socially and within her professional realm, and about some things that have made her happy. I was really glad to be able to catch up with Lena and get to know what she's been up to and how things have been going and it sounds like it's really great. As always, hope you guys are staying happy, staying healthy, and looking forward to a great weekend. Oh, hey, Miss Lena. Hi, Megan. I missed you so much. I missed you. You look so beautiful in your scrubs after a long day of work. Yes, yes. <laughs> Love I saw you. your name pop up and I was just like in my head, I'm like, Megan! <laughs> like the Drake and Josh thing, if anybody catches my reference. <laughs> one of the classics, one of the yeah. classics. <laughs> Well, I want to know how you've been. How was your day today? And, and what have you been up to since we last saw you? Goodness. It's been forever. March. Um, I feel like everybody has that reaction on the pack podcast so far. March. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, so in March, I was at Phoenix where we all had to revert to teletherapy. Um, that was a learning experience for sure. Summer, oh, quarantine. I really didn't quarantine at all like most people. Um, I got put on a paid leave, thankfully, from the school. Um, but my job at the hospital actually ramped up, so I was full-time there. Um, so I never really quarantined, so to say. But took summer classes. I was in the medical aspects class. Really enjoyed that. Um, still working full-time through all that and then eventually I did go back to Greensboro and then yeah now we're here in August September October I know crazy right yeah so did you have any hours aside from semi case in the summer or was that the primary okay no no just semi case yeah that's what I thought and then now you have probably one of one of the coolest placements, I think, right now. Like, I don't know that anyone else is doing something that you're, you know, what you're doing. And so I really want to hear about where you're placed and how you're liking it um, and your clients and stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm at Maplewood Imaging Center. It's a part of Novant Health. And we are in Winston, um, really close to the hospital. I can see the construction. Hmm. Going, I can see this, the crane in the air. Um, when I started, we were going to do four modified barium swallow studies a day, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from like 10.30 to four is my hours. And I was like, awesome, that's a great placement. Mm -hmm. And then when I started, caseload started ramping up. So now it's more like 7.30 to like six some days. And it's still only three days a week, which I'm very thankful for because I'm able to work my other two jobs while all this is happening. And then we see all kinds of people for, we mainly see a lot of head and neck cancer. Novant has a um, head and neck cancer protocol where when they're newly diagnosed, they come see us for a pre-treatment assessment, a midpoint, and then four weeks after their treatment, they come see us again to assess their swallowing. Um, and then we get the usual referrals for GI, ENT, 
just assessing normal swallowing, people complaining of issues, but yeah. That's awesome. So how do you feel about head and neck cancer? Cause we haven't had like a class that really focused on any of that. Yeah. So I imagine it's pretty difficult jumping in and being like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So you were in the cleft palate class, right? Yeah. Yeah. So medical aspects touched on it a teeny bit as far as like laryngectomies and tracheostomies, um, that kind of stuff. But it was very daunting at first because um, we went through a lot of counseling in school, but when it's actually happening, and somebody's crying because they're newly diagnosed, it's hard. <laughs> and the emotions that come with that is hard, but generally a lot of them are upbeat, positive, I'm gonna beat this, I'm gonna hit it head on. And it's really cool and empowering to watch them go through their journey. Yeah, I didn't even, you know, I'm thinking from the medical side or, or from our profession side, like, oh my gosh, like to be, dealing with something such a serious diagnosis must be so difficult, but you're absolutely right. That emotional piece is probably more challenging. Yeah, um, everybody's been really upbeat and positive. Um, I mean, there's we've had like one or two that are like, oh, I don't have cancer. I don't know why I'm here. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you wouldn't be here for nothing. Yeah. And it's kind of the counseling piece, like you want to push and be, you need to do this, this, and this. You need to stay on top of your swallowing, but then you don't want to overwhelm them. And yeah. Yeah. So you had two primarily child placements. You were at Horsepower with me in the fall and then Phoenix also with me in the spring. <laughs> but <laughs> that's like, that's a big shift to go from placements like that to something like this. How do you feel the transition was? I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming into grad school, I knew I wanted adults and I knew I wanted medical sniff facility placements. Um, horsepower was a blast. I don't regret it. I learned a lot about AAC and kids and nonverbal, and I really enjoyed my time at horsepower and I love horses. So that was natural and I loved it. And then Phoenix, um, I, I'm different from you, Megan. I don't like language. I hate language and I actually had one language kid and that kid was mainly WH questions so I really didn't have an issue with that all my kids were Arctic um no really complaints with that again it's simple flashcards and easy stuff but really enjoy the adult population I think the youngest I've seen is mid-30s right now but that's it wow that's awesome that's so cool. So you had a funny story you said from today. Can you tell us? <laughs> yeah. So we had a guy come in and I can't remember who referred him. He wasn't head and neck cancer. He was just a normal guy. Um, I walk in the room and I'm introducing myself, telling him about the study, what's going to happen. And he's like, oh my goodness, you have very beautiful eyes. And I was like, well, thank you. And he's like, well, what do you think about mine? And I'm like, well, you're good, pretty brown eyes. And I don't know. And he was like, do you want to see a magic trick? And I was like, yeah. And this guy takes his finger and literally like pops his eye out. And I scream and like the radiologist and everybody comes in and I'm like, sorry. And he's like, I'm sorry, guys. It's just a glass eye, see? 
and it was bizarre to like walk in a room and somebody pop their eye out. <laughs> keeping it interesting, keeping it yeah. interesting. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> How do you feel? Because you work, so you work with um, IT or tech at UNCG, and then you've worked at the hospital by your house for a while. And what is your specific job? I know you work with the psych unit. Yeah, so um, the easiest way to explain it is I'm a CNA, um, but when I clock in for my shift, I'm assigned one person. And that person is generally a psych person or somebody on suicidal ideations or a geriatric behavioral health patient, somebody that isn't your normal developing person. So do you feel like that has helped you as far as working in, in your setting now, or do you think it's just kind of a different? Um, working in that population at the hospital where my job is, I don't really see a whole lot of normalcy and a lot of normal adults. A lot of the patients have dementia or um, schizophrenia, just different diagnoses. And this setting that I'm in right now, my placement, they're normal-ish. <laughs> so I'm not weary walking in, like, are you going to hit me? Are you going to attack me? Um, it's different. Yeah. Are you going to pop your glass eye out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a Wednesday. <laughs> sure. That's awesome, though. And you, you're one of the most hardworking people, I think. You, you oh, are nice. always go, go, go and getting it done. And I don't know how you do it half the time. I am thoroughly impressed. I am a newly coffee drinker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I started drinking coffee this semester. I really needed to. But I'm like, um, my husband calls it sissy coffee. So it's like more milk and cream and coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is so funny. Hey, whatever works, you got to do it. That is awesome. But so you work so hard, but you also have had some exciting stuff go on in your social stuff. Um, you, you are new to Instagram. Yeah, guys, go follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Do you know what your name is off the top of your head? No, but I can probably that. search you. <laughs> new to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Lena K. Myers, one word. All right, get it. We're going to get you some new followers. <laughs> and I know that you just celebrated two years of marriage. Yes. That's wild. Congratulations. Thanks. Flying by. I know. That is, I mean, I was, I was thinking about it that day and I was like, oh my gosh, like she is doing it. She is the same age as me and she's married. She's got a house. She's got her dog oh. babies. And I'm sitting here like, well, I guess I could open a can of soup for dinner. Like I, I cans of soup for dinner too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like adds together as my life gets right now. It's like opening the can of soup and my <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I, I forget a lot of times that I'm married. Like, it's just like a normal everyday thing for me. And uh, he helps out around the house a lot too, which I'm thankful for. And it's, we get by, I guess. Yeah, you're doing it. Job. You have to come home and do laundry and do dishes. And you're like, okay. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's like 6.30 <laughs> at night. 
<laughs> I know. It's like, oh my gosh, it's time for bed. I never understood when my mom was like, all right, I'm going to bed at eight o'clock. And now I dream of going to bed. At yeah. That's awesome. How has he been as far as your transition with this new placement that's like pretty hardcore and definitely more time consuming than you were anticipating? And then also you having both of your other jobs still. How is how has the transition been as far as like home life goes? Um, it's definitely been difficult because I've had to transition a lot of my work to the weekends. My typical weekly schedule is Monday and Friday, I'm in Greensboro. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm on my placement. And then Friday and Sunday, um, I'm at my other job. Mm -hmm. Occasionally I get a day off. Uh, I use it like nobody's business. I sleep in my pajamas all day. But yeah. he, he's adjusting, like he knows that um, it's temporary when I graduate, I can go full time and not have up team jobs to focus on. Yeah, that's awesome. And I feel like Josh has always been so supportive and, and he's just like, we'll get it done. I'll jump in where I need to and we'll just get it done. He is, he's a good one. He's a good one. <laughs> Not hearing his head in plate. <laughs> I know, well, you gotta give him something, Lena. Yeah, he is. You only see him for 20 hours a week, tops. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, I had last weekend off and that was, I felt weird. Like I walked in and I was like, man, this is a nice week. And like, it was a ridiculous schedule. And she was, my supervisor was like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, I'm just getting started. This is a great week. I don't care. I have the weekend off. Yeah. I feel so rejuvenated. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me about how you guys spent your two year anniversary. What, what would you get into? Uh, we went camping in West Jefferson last weekend, and if you know, it rained all weekend. Um, we, we managed to stay dry in the tent. We did tent camp all weekend. Um, it was a lot of memories made for sure, but I wish it was a little bit more sunnier. Yeah. Explored. Um, so what kind of things can you do while, like camping activities while it's raining? Not much, I assume. Um, well, thankfully we were at a campground and Josh's parents have a camper there. You can have like a permanent camper, they call it. Uh -huh. um, they were set up there and all we, it was like a golf cart drive away. It was really close. Um, so we just went and hung out with them for the day and I ended up like doing some painting, some crafts. And awesome. Random stuff, played cards. Yeah, I'm sure that was really refreshing just to do some low-key stuff and like be with people you care about and just reset. I think I definitely needed a reset this this past week too. It's midterms are hard. It is a tough time of year because everything's picking up. You have all these random assignments you forgot about and then you start thinking about how we'll be done soon and think about all those assignments. It, it gets in your head. It is wild. And then you're also kind of working like a full-time job while going to class and it's just yeah i know and i don't think like i don't think people understand what we're doing unless you're in it yeah. like i think even with, in my conversation with natalie she was kind of like the only people who really know what we're going through are each other mm -hmm. you know and i even felt that way before quarantine like 
you say I'm in grad school, but I don't know that people understand what that means for us. And especially this semester, like we're balancing a full caseload, full academic coursework. Yeah. And some of us have jobs aside from that, you know, yeah. and we're just doing it. And it's kind of like, oh, this is just, this is life. <laughs> it's like not for most people. So <laughs> I know. It's a lot. It's weird. And then I keep thinking about like, oh my gosh, when we're actually working, are we gonna be like so bored? You know? I probably will be. Because <laughs> your condition, go, 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 get everything done. There's a million things on your to-do list. And like I'm sure you work better under stress. I work better under stress, or like, you know, that perpetual motion. But I don't think it's going to be that way when we get jobs. And I'm kind of like, that's so weird. Yeah, I know. And like, especially being at Phoenix last semester, like you had all that time to prep for your materials. And right now, because our caseload changes day to day, it's not like we see everybody on a weekly basis. It's more going in like an hour early and chart reviewing. It's not really a lot of preparing the night before. Mm-hmm. She's to Phoenix setting goals, changing them weekly, where she's like, oh, I could set them for like three months out. We're good. We're not sure if they'll be back. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I can do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. And it's definitely, it's a huge perspective shift, I think. You're just thinking with a totally different side of your brain. Mm-hmm. Especially going from school-based placements to a medical yeah. I mean, the charting system and the soaps look different and dimensions is what we use. And it, it's crazy learning that. Yeah. So speaking of the charting system, I think you had told me that you see some of the other people in our cohorts notes. Yeah. So I've learned that if I have a patient coming from a specific rehab, chances are they're recently discharged from the hospital for Scythe and I get to read Morgan's notes. Oh, <laughs> that is so fun. I feel like that's such a cute way of like keeping tabs on each other. Well, and you're not learning anything about Morgan and you're not learning, like you're not even catching up with her, but you're like, that's my girl. Yeah, I know. Like I text her and I'm like, hey, I saw one of your patients today. And she's like, oh, really? How'd my notes sound? I'm like, perfect. I understood it. Aww. <laughs> and she texted me the other day and she was like, Lena, I had one of your patients today. I'm like, oh, really? How'd my notes sound? And then I was like, in the back of my head, I'm like, what patient of mine got admitted to the hospital? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because you're supposed to be on the way out, not the way back in. Going back. Well, maybe you'll see them again after they get out. I don't know. There's no time. That's so fun, though, because I heard from a couple of people that they're reading each other's notes and stuff and like, I don't know, like, that's such a cute thing for me to be like, oh, my gosh, you're, you know, because you're not keeping in touch, but you're like, you go. (laughs) Like, we were, my supervisor pulled up the note, and she was like, I'm not quite sure who Morgan is, and I was like, I do. Yeah. (laughs) That's their their speech therapy grad student. I said, we're in the same cohort. She was like, oh, that's so cool. Aw, that is so cool. It, like, makes it feel like like a smaller world or like a closer experience, I feel like, cause it's hard yeah. being all by yourself. Um, you know, cause we started with horsepower and we were a team. So we did everything together. We problem solved everything together. Yeah. So to transition to be like 
totally independent. Cause even at Phoenix, you could come back and be like, oh my gosh, I've got this kid doing WH questions. Do you yeah. have any kids doing that? What are you doing? You know, even if you didn't share the same kid, but now like you're at your placement, yeah. I'm at my placement, Morgan's at her placement. Like everyone is at these different sites and you can't really do that. Yeah. Um, but it's cute to there see. There are notes because we have two different supervisors and everybody writes differently. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see other people's, other persons. In yeah. Play. Yeah. What do you feel like you've learned most from this new placement? A lot about head and neck cancer and laryngectomies. Um, I loved the summer course, but it was harder because it wasn't in person. Um, so she's like showing us all these different Larry tubes through the camera. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Nothing more. I can't touch it. I can't play with it. Um, but this semester, I've gotten a lot of experience with total laryngectomies and people with tracheostomies and passimere valves. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. What do you think is the most challenging part of your placement? Mm. I don't know. Um, that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. Definitely the emotional aspect of it. Um, and writing up can be difficult sometimes because every patient's different. So not every write up is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Not everybody penetrates to the same level. Not everybody aspirates on the same level. Every patient has different deficits so you really have to tailor your education to them what you're going to tell them what you saw the recommendations yeah just making it so specific there's not like a template that you can just copy and paste sort of deal yeah yeah I get that that's wild but I feel like you're probably learning a ton I'm learning so much. Like, I didn't even know my brain could handle all this. <laughs> um, like, I knew that I loved dysphagia when I took the course. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion. I love no, that. I think it's the popular opinion, just not for, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I loved it. And now to be able to do it on the daily, at least four to five times a day is awesome. It gets me excited to, like, gown up. I have to put the floral on. My supervisor's pregnant, so she can't do it anymore. She's getting a belly. So I have to gown up and go in the room and give them things to eat and drink, which I don't mind. And then I'm getting more responsibilities. She's handing me more treatment caseloads and I'm meeting the new head and neck cancer patients. And I've been involved in um, the head and neck cancer tumor board for Novant Health. Wow. I've dabbled in a lot of stuff. So it's cool to see that. Yeah, so tell me about that. What all are you doing with the tumor board? Yeah, so the tumor board consists of the um, oncology doctor, the registered dietitian, the nurse navigator, and uh, my supervisor. And they all work together as a team. And um, they all meet weekly on Thursdays. And they have a list of patients and we go through the list and talk about them just to keep updated on them, their life, what's happening. Are they having swallowing issues? Well, this one's having weight issues. Um, This one needs a dental consult. This one has lymphedema. 
just stuff about the patients to really make it feel more like a teamwork and patient-centered care. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like, I mean, I haven't had much experience as far as the interdisciplinary aspect of our practice so far. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once, like a lot of people in the hospital are probably experiencing that now for the first time, but I can't imagine, especially in like private practices and schools, like you pr- might interact with the reading specialist or with the teacher, but not really the full team. And I yeah. think that that's something that's so special about a hospital placement too, is because you, you kind of have no choice but to interact. Yeah. But within our field, I feel like that's such an important aspect and something that people are definitely starting to understand better. Um, and we've, I mean, we've done panels and I've attended talks and stuff as far as interdisciplinary practice works, but I've never seen it firsthand, which seems crazy. How does it feel actually like being a part of the team? It makes me feel important. Yeah. Um, especially this past week, my supervisor's really been letting me, because we're over midterm, she's really been letting me um, take on more responsibility. So this week, instead of her face behind the camera, they meet through Zoom. It was my face. And I got to tell them, like, oh, I saw this patient this week. He was fine. He's complaining of some, like, tube pain, but he was okay. I referred him for this. And it was very cool. Too. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I feel like that's such a great learning opportunity too, because like every panel or like small group discussion about interdisciplinary practice that I've been a part of, nobody really understands what we do. Yep. And then like even like social work, like I thought I knew what that was, and then I learned something new, or like you know various professionals. And so I think that's really awesome as an advocacy thing for our field, mm-hmm. as an advocacy for our clients, and then also just to make sure like they are getting best care, you know, because we don't know. I mean, we know a lot, but you know, you can't claim to know everything. And so it's such a great learning experience, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I bet you did feel hot to trot. I would feel I so did behind that camera. <laughs> <I did. laughs> that is so awesome. I felt hot and then I got to speak into the little mic to tell them to take a sip and I was like oh look at me oh my gosh (laughs) I'm in control now (laughs) and they've started like we have to fill out a sheet for every modified for the radiologist to dictate and they've started putting my name on there with Chelsea's and I'm like oh they love you they do love me you must be doing a great job. I'm not surprised. They laugh at me because a lot of the patients can be hard of hearing and we have HEPA filters going on and it's very loud in the room. So I have to speak really loudly. And the louder I get, the more Southern things come out. <laughs> they're, they're always laughing in the background and I know that's what they're laughing at. And they just, they got a little joke that the louder I get, the more Southern I get, so. Hey, however you can brighten someone's day, come on. We love the Southerness. We do, every part of it. The accent, the innocence, the hunting. Oh, actually, I was talking to Karis the other day, and she said, and I quote, I wonder if Lena would still take me hunting. I really actually want to go. Come on. 
Lena would take you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, so deer season is ramping up. Um, black powder starts November 7th. It's black powder. Yeah, so just picture like the old Tommy guns where you like shove the stick down and pack oh, the Okay. Lots of season still. It's two weeks and then gun season will start after that. Wow. So do you, when you hunt, are you with your gun or your bow? Uh, right now I'm with my bow. You have to hunt with what's legal. Like right now it's bow season and then black powder and then gun, but you're allowed to hunt with your bow through all three seasons if you want. Okay. So you'll switch it up once you're allowed, but right now it's exclusively bow. Yep. I don't like black powder. There's too many issues that could happen. Um, so I, I use my bow. It's just two weeks. I'm not going to buy a gun to use two weeks. So. Nah. And what did you just catch him <laughs> or shoot and post on your Instagram? I forget. It was a raccoon. A raccoon. <laughs> raccoon. It's like raccoon, possum, squirrel, and grouse season all starts on October 12th. So I went Monday night. And yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. That was a high quality pick. Just another shameless plug for Lena's Instagram, yeah. but okay. high quality content. She was in her head to toe camo. It was very fresh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so awesome. That's so funny. Well, Karis will have to join you now that it's been yeah, made public. She's like, well, the culture class is over and I never went with her, but like, I kind of still want to go <laughs> yeah so anytime coyote seasons all year round so wow and josh goes pretty frequently too right oh yeah mm -hmm. i can't really hunt as much now that i work on the weekends but i try to take a saturday off every now and again to get in the woods but coyote hunting's fine because you can go at any time of the night 11 o'clock one o'clock wow Whatever. that's wild I just fall asleep that's past my bedtime that's <laughs> eight o'clock so it's not for me yeah <laughs> I take a nap and then Josh will wake me up mm -hmm. that's so fun that's so funny nice couple activity <laughs> <laughs> and you guys you do your dirt biking too right have you done that recently or no uh, he still does it but I'm just too busy lately no yeah time. yeah I gotcha. And how are the dogs doing? Wonderful. Wonderful. Rascal as ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Woody really kills me. I love all the morning snaps of him, like, <laughs> on top of your face. Yeah. Also, plug, follow me on Snapchat. You see all oh, the yeah. content. Um, Josh has gotten in a routine where he sends me a morning picture and it's of me and Woody sleeping because Woody does like to sleep on my neck or in my face. Um, so I wake up to a cute little Snapchat every morning. Does Josh get jealous? You and Woody are like thick as thieves. Yes, Josh does get jealous a lot. <laughs> we even switched beds one night to like switch sides of the bed one night to see if Woody would cuddle him and he did not. He got upset. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, Josh. <laughs> I told him it's just because I have a hot, hotter body temperature and Woody loves to be warm. He loves to be under the heated blanket. So mm -hmm. I told him that's why. It's nothing personal. Yeah, 
Yeah, nothing personal. Probably is personal though. Probably is. Probably smell better. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I'm glad they're doing well. So I want to know, as so you already have a placement for next semester. I do. I'm so jealous. I can't apply for the Baptist Head and Neck Cancer, um, but I will be a Baptist in their neuro unit with the Parkinson's and stroke and all that good stuff. That's awesome. How do you feel about, about that placement? It's more adults, another hospital. Pretty excited about it still. I was kind of apprehensive about the head and neck cancer portion of this one and I really ended up liking it. So I'm optimistic and I'm doing my capstone with Morgan and Sarah um, on Parkinson's. So it'll be a good learning experience. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome too, because I feel like then you can get a good grasp on where exactly you want to fall within the hospital setting. Oh. Aw, that's so sweet. I'm excited for you. Hi, Dad. <laughs> so as far as after graduation, you know, we've talked about you won't need a couple jobs and you said you would prefer to be in a hospital or adult placement. What what are you thinking right now? Yeah, um, so I know that hospital CFY positions full time are very hard to come by. And you really don't want to be PR in your CFY year, just from what I've gathered from other people. Um, I would really like to be in a hospital, a SNF, if possible. I would like to avoid schools, but it's a job. Um, so I would take it just for the CF process, and then I would probably drop it after that. <laughs> but I'm really open to anything. In my location, I'm used to driving. I don't mind driving. So I could go anywhere, really. I don't care. Yeah. So you guys have your house. So as far as kind of not necessarily work related, but like social and work maybe or whatever, do you see yourself staying in that house like for a long time? Do you think that's just a starter house and in a couple of years you'll maybe move somewhere else? Yeah, this is definitely a starter house. We talked about that when we bought the house. Mm -hmm. um, location wise, I like this little town of Harmony. Um, if we were to move, it would either be towards Moxville or towards Wilkesboro, Boone area. Um, I'm open to anything though. I like Harmony. It's a short drive to Winston. I can go to Boone if I have to. It's only an hour. Greensboro is an hour. Charlotte's an hour. I don't mind. Yeah, it's not a bad location. No. And you guys have, you know, you have established roots there too. So yeah. it makes it feel very homey, I'm sure. That's awesome. As so, what about like other stuff? Like you're married, so once you graduate and get a job, what do you think? Like what comes next? How long do you think? Stuff like that. I see what you're hitting at. Yeah, you know what I'm hitting at. <laughs> um, it's been the going question a lot lately. You know, when I first started um, undergrad and all that. My goal was like five to 10 years, five to 10 years. Anytime somebody would ask me five to 10 years and then somebody actually asked me the other day and I was like, five years. And um, my mother-in-law was like, you've been saying that for like the last six years, like what's going on? And I'm like, well, I guess you're right. 
So our plan is definitely within the next three to five years. Okay. Um, just because I want to get my CFY out of the way, get grounded, get started, accrue PTO time or whatever I need to do that. Yeah, that's awesome though. That's exciting. And is Josh on the same page? Um, we're both kind of in the mindset now, if it happens, cool. If we don't have kids, that's fine too. I wouldn't mind adopting, but if it's not in our cards, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. You guys are so, you're so goofy too, I feel like. Like as much as you're adulting, you're still like kids. And I think it's so cute. Like you showed us this video of you guys like playing tag in your house or something. <laughs> and I was like, Lena's is literally married and playing tag in her house with her husband and her dog. <laughs> but I think that's a great balance. And I think that's like a really healthy mindset too, to just be like, we're good with it. We're going to let it kind of let the chips fall where they may and, and go from there. But that's exciting. Yeah. It's that's wild though. He just, <laughs> it, it feels weird to say I'm married. Um, and a lot of times the older generation, they'll catch my ring and they're like, oh my gosh, are you engaged? You're so young. I'm like, no, I'm married. And they're like, well, did your parents have to give you permission to get married? And I'm like, no, I'm not quite that young. Yeah. <laughs> 23, but I got married when I was 21. I didn't have to have permission. No, no big deal. Yeah. Do people down here question it that much? Like up, up north, I feel like we, we're definitely leaning on the later side. But I feel like in the south, like it's not that uncommon to be at least engaged. Yeah, I think it's generational. Like my mother-in-law, she tells me all the time, when I was your age, I was married and had all three kids mm -hmm. by your age. And I'm like, well, not quite. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the older people will be like, you know, I married my husband when I was 17, 18. Um, but I think in this generation, it, it's a little bit more wiser to wait it out. Mm -hmm. But you guys dated a long time. You dated for like, yeah. what, six years? Six, seven years? I don't know. You lose count. What's <laughs> it matter anymore? It's just a blur. Now we just count our wedding anniversary. That's it. Yeah. That's awesome, though. You've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in the future. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. And uh, I'm excited to finish this placement. And uh, My supervisor's pregnant, so she'll go out in January. I wish... She wasn't pregnant so that somebody else could experience all this loveliness. Um, but we'll see what happens. She's wanting me to continue through at least Christmas. So Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys must have really hit it off. We did. She's really nice. I really she's not that much older. I think she just turned 30. Okay. Um, she's a little on the younger side. Um, she did graduate from UNCG. She's from Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a twin. I have met her twin. That's crazy. Scary. Um, well, now that she's pregnant, there's, there's a little bit of a difference there. Um, and it's fun to watch her interact with the patients because when she first started to show, people were like, um, 
what what what's been going on like looking directly at her belly (laughs) pregnant thanks and then occasionally you'll have like the very blunt tbi patient that's like when are you due and she's like oh yeah i'm due in january and she just it was like an awkward time where i was like did she eat a burrito or is she pregnant (laughs) sure is it the COVID-19 yeah. or is it a baby? <laughs> yeah, now she's getting to where it's a baby. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's so fun. Ah, well, it doesn't surprise me one bit that they're loving you over there because how could they not? Oh, <laughs> they're really fun. I really like them over there. And they've, they've told me and she's told me, she's like, I wish that you were graduating in December. You could just take over my maternity leave. You know my placement so well. I was like, I wish, be nice. Remember me in May, but yeah, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad gig. It's just not no. quite perfect timing, but hey, that's yeah. not a bad endorsement. No, not at all. <laughs> that's awesome. Ah, I'm so glad to hear about everything that's been going on. You sound so happy, and I think mm-hmm. you're definitely you needed that weekend. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you're feeling a little rejuvenated yeah so before we say goodbye I want to know something that's made you happy recently (laughs) Uh, I found joy in watching tv and just relaxing and like every night before I go to bed I'll go to bed at like 7 o'clock like I'll take my shower and just go lay down in bed and just watch tv and enjoy and I've lately the Halloween baking championship started back so I've been watching that oh <laughs> watching baking competition shows <laughs> um yeah that's about it and being home taking a weekend off being just being home makes me happy that's awesome. No, and I think it's definitely the little things at this point. Like being so busy, it's so nice to take time to slow down and really just unwind and focus on yourself. Plus, I know you love spooky season and it's hocus pocus season, Lena. It's hocus pocus season. And I've already, I love Halloween. I love spooky season, but Christmas is coming. I know. You've already been singing Christmas songs. Love Christmas. I've worn two Grinch shirts in the past like four weeks and I wear them to bed and my husband's like, please stop. <laughs> I watched the Grinch, like the Jim Carrey original Grinch, like at least once a week. Like I watch it to go to bed. Like I'll just put it on and like the voice of Jim Carrey is just so soothing and I fall asleep and <laughs> he comes in and he like scoffs. He's like, why are you watching this? And I'm like, oh. oh. Lena, your poor husband, between your dog and Jim Carrey, he doesn't have a prayer. I love Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I've, I've been thinking about you since October started because I know you don't, I don't, you know, you don't constrain your hocus pocus uh, watching to just yeah, October. Yeah, hocus pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, and The Grinch happen all year round. For yep, me. they are feature films for you. I don't really, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I love to see it. <laughs> well, yeah, I- a funny story. Okay. Okay. So this one patient a couple weeks ago, she was older. I mean, like 70s, 80s older. <laughs> and she come in 
for modified and she was telling us her symptoms and I had a mask on of course and she was just like you know I've been having a lot of reflux lately and I was like oh I'm sorry does it happen like with acidic foods when when do you see it and she looked me dead in the face <laughs> yeah I'm embarrassed for her and she said you know when um me and my husband are having sex and I'm on top it just kind of comes out and I was like Oh, okay. And I had my mask on and I'm dying laughing. I was like, excuse me. And I had to walk out and excuse myself and I just couldn't contain myself. I was like, this 80 year old lady's getting it in. Hey. <laughs> About her reflux while it's happening. I was like, okay. I imagine that's a big problem. She's trying yeah. to feel good about herself and she's, she's got some instances of reflux. <laughs> My supervisor didn't even catch it and I was like did you hear that and she was like no why I was like okay oh poor, Lena. poor innocent Lena <laughs> <laughs> hey that's important. important she's just trying to have a good time while she's got some time left okay that is so funny <laughs> only you I feel like only you I know I have a lot of stories <laughs> I love to hear them. That is so funny. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad everything's going well and that I got to chat with you today. What a great note to end on. I know. I like it. I think that's so funny. <laughs> hey, she had a problem. She's just trying to get some help. Come on. It's <laughs> a little gird. <laughs> oh man. Well, it is about 7.30, so I know it's about your time to hop in that shower and turn on turn on some Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I have a new episode of Holiday Baking Chicken. Um, so that takes priority for tonight. Yeah. But maybe you'll wear your Grinch shirt. Rob, I have two. I have one that's got him doing, like, the motions where he's like, ooh, ah, that's it. I'm not going. So I have that shirt, and then I also have another shirt that talks about his day when he's like 4.30, jazzercise, 5.30, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, those are some quality teas. You'll have to send us pictures. Hello. All right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm so glad I got to chat with you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. I enjoyed it. Guys, go sign up. Yeah, sign up. Shameless plug. <laughs> and we can keep chatting some more. Aw. Well, thanks for coming on, Lena. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Thank you, Megan.